Welcome back to Humans of Purpose. I'm your host, Mike Davis, and each week I bring you conversations with local purpose-driven leaders. Leaders creating social impact through their work and inspiring positive social change across a wide variety of sectors. Sit back, tune in, and enjoy the next 40 minutes guaranteed to inspire you with our signature blend of wisdom, experience, and banter. Learn more at humansofpurpose.com. There's so many amazing people. Don't just be stuck with the people that are there. That's what I actually found through through COVID and stuff is that I found like I was, you know, having conversations with people who were in the same industry as me, but did they have the same value as, as me? Yeah. I'm not sure. So it's just trying to find those people with the same values and yeah. a bit of expertise. And obviously all, always as well, one of, whenever I do a project, I get people a lot cleverer than me to help me. Welcome back to another action-packed episode of Humans of Purpose. First off, a big thank you to our major sponsor, Neon Treehouse, for all their amazing social media support. Our latest podcast partner is New Recover. I discovered New Recover recently when I was looking to add the benefits of cold water plunging into my weekly well-being routine. Having tried the cold shower, I found this really unpleasant and ineffective, and I was amazed to find a solution that's very reasonably priced at less than $150. It takes less than three minutes to set up and is entirely portable too. To get your portable ice bath or any new Recover products, just head to their website and use the link in our show notes as well as our discount code uh, that will give you 15% off their product range and is exclusive to Humans of Purpose members. Before we get started, just a reminder that if you want the complete Humans of Purpose experience, which means early access to each episode, no annoying ads, full transcripts, a personal audio note on the behind the scenes of every episode and guest, a chance to be introduced to any of our guests and more, this is all entirely possible. All you need to do is just become a gold member like Noel did just last week and you can gain access to this world of benefits that will continue to expand as membership grows and all of this just for the price of a cup of coffee each month. To become a gold member today, just hit the link in our show notes. This week, I'm thrilled to bring you my conversation with Alex Wedelton. Alex is the co-founder and creativity evangelist at The Right Brain Workout. The Right Brain Workout works with companies, schools, and people to help them harness their creativity and to help them improve the quality of their thinking and decision-making. Alex has been on Humans of Purpose before, many moons ago, and it was great to reconnect with him given his amazing new direction. It's a fun episode, this one, and Alex is genuinely one of the most interesting and authentic people I've met. He has multiple bizarre Guinness World Records, has run award-winning creative campaigns and fundraisers, and is an accomplished author and entrepreneur. Make sure you stay tuned for the last 20 minutes of this episode, where we go deep into Alex's learned wisdom as part of our new meditations segment. This is part of the podcast where I get to ask my most important questions across five domains that go to wisdom, well-being, routine, experimentation, and aspiration. I hope you enjoy my conversation and meditations with Alex as much as I did. Alex, last time we were together, sitting on my back porch with Nick Pierce <laughs> over a tea. Halcyon days. Many moons ago. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? I'm very pleased to see you, mate. You rocked up. You have um, lengthy hair. You have awesome shoes. You're, you're doing great work in creativity. I feel like all these things fit together somehow. I've moved down to the Mornington Peninsula in lockdown. <gasps> That's what it is. And so now I'm swim, swimming with dolphins. I'm walking on the beach every morning. And I'm just like, well, I'm going to grow my hair a bit longer. I'm going to get woo-woo. I'm feeling it. Yeah. I'm feeling Mornington Peninsula vibes now. Oh, it's amazing. It makes it's total sense to me. Like the first time I was just I literally, I was having a swim down at the, down at the beach and then I was... 
oh my God, there's, there's a fin over there. Oh, there's a fin over there. So obviously I was, ah! then the Jaws music starts in your head. So you swim away and you go, oh, they're dolphins, they're dolphins. <laughs> and then they just played with me for like 45 minutes. They just swam around. They came did and Did you actually swim. think they might be sharks? I did, 100%. Well, I, just I would have you, thought that too. You just like. Because you, you revert back to like what movies have I seen the relating exactly. situation? I, remember <laughs> I used to live in Sydney and do like ocean swimming. Yeah. And then there was a shark you know, attack in Bondi or something. And yeah. from that point on, I was like, I can't do ocean swimming anymore. I'm too yeah. scared that I'm going to get taken. So lifestyle benefits aside of living by the beach and like experiencing walking on the beach and yeah. just that chilled vibes, do you, like whenever I go to the peninsula, we've got a, a family home uh, up around that area. I do feel that if I spend more than three days there, I feel a lot better. Yes. Like there's something about like the drop in pressure, the, oh, the friendliness. Well, it's even like where we live is in is in summers and it's still farmland everywhere. Yeah. Like going to Sorrento is stressful for us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So we're just like we're just like 300 metres from the beach, from the dog beach. Yeah. And because it's HMA Cerberus, there's no buildings at all. Yeah. Like it's just nature and it's like you're on a shipwrecked island. And like some days like when it's like Christmas, you'll see like 10 people and you're like, geez, it's busy down here today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, I just envy that situation. I mean, I think the clutter of um, space and people sometimes is just too much for me. And sometimes, to be fair, I even just like sitting in my garden by myself yeah. these days just to oh, get just away from it all. Nature. I mean. Nature. It's just that's – I remember talking to a friend, a friend of my wife's, talking about it. Now, I went for a walk today. I swam with the dolphins, saw the echidna on the way home. And like you say, you know, us humans, we say we're, we're part of nature. And she was like, we're not part of nature. We are nature. Totally. Like we are all the same. Like mm-hmm. we're all made of the same stuff on this planet. We're all DNA. We're all been here for millions of years in some shape or form. Mm. We're just forming, reforming, pulling apart, going, turning into a cloud, turning into a chicken, turning into some mud. Like we're just always evolving and changing and stuff. And I just think there's something in that that – we kind of separate ourselves as humans we've from nature. It. We've lost, we've lost that connection. Yeah. There's all that studies about you know people in the city don't get to see the stars. Yep. In the in the, in the country, yeah, you see the, the stars and you go, "Holy cow!" It's a light pollution, isn't it? Light pollution. Yeah. You smog. You, saw, you see how big the universe is, how yeah. small you are. Your big problems aren't that big. Yeah. And you're just connected with the universe, and we're all so connected to our phones all yeah. the time. And that's you know technology is just. Everywhere, which yep. um, technology is amazing, but it's also very invasive um, and can really affect your mental health, as we all know. Yeah, I posted this article up on um, LinkedIn this morning that I was just pondering a fair bit. It was a Vice article about this bloke who's in the UK and he decided to spend a whole day just um, letting GPT, yep. GPT tell him what to do. Have you seen that? No, I, I saw the headline, oh, but I can imagine. Fascinating. Yeah. It's just really funny. This guy's yeah. sort of um, taking the piss a bit as well, but yeah. he's sort of like, what, what should I do now? Where yeah. should I go for breakfast? Yeah. What's the next activity? He's in London, yeah, and um, it's just quite funny because because at the end of the the whole thing, he's basically like, Chat GPT has been useful for um, telling me where to get bre- breakfast, but basically nothing else. Yeah, doesn't actually have <laughs> depth. It seems like it's really amazing, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, probably in five years' time, yeah, it will do all these. And even the breakfast thing wasn't that good because when he got there, there was a line that was an hour deep yeah. to get breakfast. So because <laughs> that was like, the best one. Yeah, it was the best one. There. So well, it's funny you're talking about AI because mm-hmm. I've like I run creative workshops and stuff now. And I've been started talking about how there's three other types of AI maybe we should be thinking about. I think there's like animal intelligence because, yep. you know, as I said, I go for a walk with my dog on the beach every morning and you see the dog. It's just in the moment. It's like, where's a bird? Where's a bird? Oh, yeah. Dog, yeah, dog dog intelligence or oh. animal intelligence. Key. Go on. What are the other two? Uh, so I think there's analog intelligence as well, which is being in the same room as someone, touching things, feeling it like reading a book. 
feeling the piece of paper, tactile. smelling it tactile. Yep. I think there's something beautiful in that because you're also connected to it. And then I think it all leads up to actual intelligence, which maybe we've forgotten about. I love like we're, that. We're, rely, we're relying on all these other things, artificial. Tell me how to think. And you're not actually thinking yourself. And I think there's magic in future-proofing yourself and being happy and finding more fulfilling life when you really start to use your actual intelligence and think deeply about it. Like I do this thing, I don't know if you do it, when you're like trying to t- telling a story and like, I know this fact, but I can't remember it. And I could really Google it and know the answer in two too seconds. Easy, too, too easy. Too easy, but I'll, I'm not going to. And Play the game. Two days later, two yep. o'clock, comes, I'm like, yes, my brain still works. <laughs> and it's good. You know, and you've just, your brain, who knows what it's doing up there. And I think it's amazing. And sometimes yeah. I just think about it and go, holy, it's just amazing. How has that figured it out? Like, there's a, We've got some uh, good mates and th- this is like such an off point story, but I love it. And it reminds me of what you're talking about. Um, they were asleep one night and, um, his wife um, turns to him, wakes him up and says, oh, my God, Moussaka. <laughs> <laughs> and I, so all all the friends in the network kind of know about that um, yeah. that recollection that kind of worked. I mean, it's, 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 the crap it's amazing. Out of husband, but it's, but it's, 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 it's awesome. And it, it makes people and it's funny yeah, and we it's laugh. Funny. It's a story. It's funny. And and it's great. Playing games. Like, and, like, um, you know, we, do you ever reflect on, like, when we were a bit younger and growing up and it was like, if you didn't know the answer to something, you just keep talking about it yeah. until you had the best possible answer yeah. that you kind of yeah. agreed or disagreed on yeah. and you just go on to do something else. Yeah. Or you just make up some stuff yeah, and your imagination stuff. goes and goes off on a tangent and does some stuff. And, and I think that is creative and interesting. Mm. But, I mean, contrast it now. Sometimes my wife and I or even just friends would be discussing something and be like, oh, we need to know the answer. Let's look it up on Google. And yep. it's just so boring. Yeah. Um, like Conversation stops. Yeah. Everyone's waiting, looking kind of, over kind of your shoulder. It. I mean, and yeah. I think I worry about a world because Marlo's, you know, 10 months old now. And I, I worry about a world where the way he will discover answers or the right questions mm. is through just seeking answers and shortcuts. Yeah. Yep. Because there's so much in between that that is really, I think, fundamentally creative and interesting about the way humans operate. Yeah. Well, it's also when you're looking at the magic of life is in the grey. There's black and white, yeah. but it's all the or, or in the rainbow. The color, it's all these yep. variations, and that's where it's not always just has to be cut and dried. Yep. I think it's the mystery is what makes being alive the best. Yeah, I was talking to someone a couple of days ago. It's like I like it when you watch a film. They were talking about Mulholland Drive, actually, oh, yeah. David Lynch film, which who knows what the hell <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. about. But that's, Perfect film to choose to, like, describe syn- idiosyncratic, yeah. like, complex and, and, and a person like David Lynch is going, yeah. no, this is what I just do at my yeah. – this, yeah. this is my vision I'll do it my There's way. There's a blue cube. I don't know what it means. I'm confused. But people are going to go, so what, is, what does it mean? Yep. And so everyone will start thinking about it and everyone has their own interpretation of it. Yep. How awesome is that? I love it. I like, and, and I really like um, with movies like that. Um, then going online and watching YouTube clips where different people have different opinions yeah, and takes yeah, on it. That yeah. are like that's been heaps of time. It's like that one. Have you seen that one about uh, the Karate Kid? How <laughs> yeah. Daniel Russo is the bully. I mean, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's how great. amazing is that? I like, love it. It's so funny. Um, so, I mean, look for those who haven't maybe heard our last episode together, which is also awesome, and people should check out. I'll pop it in the show notes. The link to that. Maybe if you want to talk a little bit about how you found your way into the creativity space. Yep. Talk a bit about some of the other awesome stuff you do. You hold many Guinness World Records wow. for like a range of ridiculous yeah. things. I'm an idiot. You're a creative evangelist. You call yourself an idiot, but I, I think you're a, like – I'd call you like an idiot savant. Like you were brilliant in, in your way. Thank you. Um, and I mean that. And like I'd just love you to talk about that and how you landed in a space where you are like this person who just like leans in real hard to creativity. And that's sort of become your life, I feel, and like what you do. Yeah. I, I think I think so. I mean, growing up, my dad was a creative director in advertising, mm-hmm. arrogance of youth, 
Um, I thought if he can do it, I can do that. So I got into advertising. <laughs> better. I got into advertising as well, and I yeah. started working in advertising. But after a while, I was I started to struggle with some of the the issues of advertising. I might have told this story in the last, but I think it, it set off where I've become now, which is I was working in advertising agency. I got briefed on a sports betting account. Yeah, I can't remember which one. I think it was. You, I remember Probably, you yeah. vaguely, but you should t- tell it because yeah, I think it's interesting. Like I remember when advertising, you get a brief. They have a proposition, which is how we want people to think and feel after seeing the ad. That's how that works. Oh, and, really? Yeah, and the proposition was um, it's better to bet and lose than to not bet at all. What? What? Exactly. Makes no sense. So that's 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 the reaction I had. It's like that's crazy. Uh, subtext: Take a punt because that helps us. Yeah. Well, exactly. Which is, <laughs> is you mean your sports betting is okay if you can, get, you know, moderation Personally, and stuff. I mean, I'm quite I'm not against in, it. I'm yeah. not into yeah. it. But you know, you you know, people can do what they want. You can do what they want. But mm. that's a crazy way to frame it. And so I sort of start thinking about things. So I started doing all these charity projects on the side, which we probably talked about in the last did. one. I did like you know, pluck my hair out for cancer charity. Yeah. I um I did that too. I know whether that's could go more natural. different. <laughs> different. Go on. Um, and then sort of things like you know, um, actually the anniversary is coming up soon. I t- helped create the statue of Nicky Wimmer, which is standing at uh, Perth Optus Stadium. It's awesome. Um, uh, Nicky Wimmer. Yeah, I did, so I started doing charity things like that. Did lots of stuff with Nick Pierce at Homie, who you, who's obviously a great man. Homie's an amazing brand. I'm proud to call him a friend. Yeah, he's a good man. Um, so did a little stuff with Tommy Little on that. We got on the project, made lots of amazing friends along the way, and I just sort of started just doing charity stuff and for good things. And then I uh, had an idea for a book uh, called The Right Brain Workout, um, which I did with Russell Halcroft and lots of other creative people, which was basically retrain your brain to be more creative in 10 weeks. So every day was a different question. Uh, like a thought starter to get you thinking creatively for the day. Like, oh, that's so good. One day might have been design your surname as a heavy metal logo. <laughs> And that was your task for the day. <laughs> and the next day might be write a poem about how exciting paying your electricity bill is. Mm. So that sort of stuff, you know, just how would you bring about world peace <laughs> using only fluffy toys and canned tomatoes? Like this is your this is questions that don't really make sense, yeah. but they make you laugh a little bit and then you go and kind of um, come up with a creative solution that hopefully will help you throughout the rest of your day. When you get a serious business problem or a serious issue, you've got, oh, my brain's thinking in a slightly different way. Maybe I could do this lateral solution. How do you measure that? So you've got a, um, is it rigorously kind of frameworked or are these creative ideas that just help open things up a bit? No, just creative ideas just help open things up a yeah, bit. Great. But there is lots of – also part of it was every week there'd be a right brain tip, which yep. would be, you know, re, like go for a walk in nature because, you know, it helps the blood flow, it gets the synapses, all that sort of stuff. So there was also helping uh, giving you tips to be yep. a bit more creative. And so we're in the process of actually um, building an app at the moment, which you'll be sent a video of a great person every I, day. I would love which to would be have that app. Awesome. I would love you to be one of the right brain trainers. Oh, Perfect. Thanks for asking me. I'm honoured. No, it'd be amazing. I mean, it's just um, that's what we're trying to do is I'm going to use a buzzword. I hate buzzwords, but democratise creativity. No, it's, that's an okay buzzword. It's okay? All right, that's good. Well, because creativity – It's not overdone yet. Well, I think people sometimes think creativity is just for artists and for writers, but it's in – like it's everything. Science, creativity – and we're talking into these microphones now. They're in unbelievable creativity just in th- whatever your device you um, got in your hand, whatever job you're doing, mm. is, if, whatever lunch you've had, that was created by some genius person. Yeah. Which you go back, 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 back far enough, humans figuring out how to control fire, 
I mean, you know, it's, that's incredible. It's amazing. One of that's my creativity. Evolutionary uh, developments is that sort of like harnessing fire for yeah. you know. And they say maybe that's how the human brain started to get even stronger because we start all of a sudden we're cooking food, so we're getting more yeah. vitamins out of it. And yeah. like that's amazing creativity. So chefs, so just trying to appreciate that creativity is everywhere. So the idea behind the the book and the app is that you know you might get a question from a comedian one day, then it might be a chef, then it might be a scientist, then it might be a mathematician, then it might be a seven year old kid giving a question, then yeah. it might be a ninety two year old grandma. Like why not? What a ninety-two year old grandma would ask me is you'd probably say, probably you, some, uh, "Are you eating enough, or are you eating too much?" Would be <laughs> have you grown? Yeah, have you grown? <laughs> no, well, thirty-nine, not, probably not the right direction. <laughs> yeah. if anything, but thanks for asking, Grant. Yeah, yeah. but mm. I think it's just you know creativity is in everything, and we need it all. Like I think we were talking before we got on about well, we're talking about AI, Chat GPT, yeah. and stuff like that. So that's that's an interesting one because I, I do feel. I mean, maybe, maybe let's start with human aptitude for yes. creativity. Do you think that, I mean, fundamentally some people are just born not hard, like with lower base levels of creativity and everyone can build that up? Well, it's interesting you say that because there's actually been studies into that. I've got science. Uh, <laughs> so in the 60s there was a study by Dr. George Land uh, at NASA yep. and they were trying to find like the next super brains for yep. NASA and stuff. And so they had a bunch of five-year-old kids. I think it was like 1,300 kids and they tested them for their creative problem-solving ability. And 98% of them were considered a genius level mm. of problem solving in terms okay. of creativity, in terms of divergent thinking. Yep. And then so they were like, holy cow, that's a lot. Let's just employ five-year-olds. Yeah, exactly. Good plan. Uh, and then they followed them. So age 10, it was down to 30%. Age 15, it's down at 12%. And then adulthood, down to 2%. So I think it shows that we're all born these amazing creative geniuses, but we get it bashed out of us by... Yes. Society. Society, parents, media, school. Our jobs. Everything, maybe. jobs, getting serious. Yeah. And I have this, you know, analogy like, you know, when you're around a bunch of five-year-olds and you've got 10-month-old in a few years' mm. time, how yeah. much fun are five-year-olds having? Oh, they're uh, laughing. They're making up stories. 10-month-old Marlo um, is hilarious. He's so yeah. funny. So like, in- curious. Yeah. Just, oh, my God. Probably a microphone would be the best thing. The stuff that he finds funny, I yeah. find really funny because it's so random. Yeah, it's so random. And, like, he just grab yeah. my nose and start pulling at my neck and yeah. I just think... That's cool. That's, yeah, it's that's cool. fun. Uh, and I, I start laughing. I'm like, this is just the best. Yeah, and that's what – if we don't have laughter, what are we doing as humans? Yeah, and I think there's a good link to be made there between, you know, like having fun and creativity Oh, as well. yeah, play. Yeah. I mean, play is where you come up – I mean, my favourite story is around – it was around Jorn Wilson, how he designed the Opera House. So he was an unknown architect and he was having breakfast one morning and he started playing with his oranges and he went – he arranged them and went, oh, maybe that could be the design for this brief. <laughs> he's mucking around. He's piss. He's basically piss-farting around and he's designed the greatest building on earth. Yeah, and I, I guess like for me, like, you know, correlates of that would be like why people have like good ideas in the shower. Yes, totally. Great time just like Well, you're not thinking and, about it. Yeah. Your, your brain oven starts working yeah. away in the background. I, um, I mm-hmm. used to – people tell you actually when you work out to bring your phone on your person because yeah. you might have a great idea because yeah. there's well, same that, like next to your bed like yeah. when you're falling asleep. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Moussaka. <laughs> <laughs> I do – I used to occasionally have great ideas during high-intensity training classes yeah. and I'd yeah. get like told off and go to my phone. I'm like, no, I have I to have record to, this. Yeah. Go, I don't yeah. want to lose this. Um, but I do have – I do notice – I mean, you, you mentioned nature earlier. I do find that um, some of my best ideas do come from nature. But also I, I think that's more about like I, I am – 
I think that's our natural state yes. and place of being. So, Well, it's also like when having moved to Mornington with the water. I mean, yep. how much of our body is water? They say 75, yeah, 80%. That's so a great if you feel natural, yep. you feel in the water, you're floating. Have you been uh, in a sensory deprivation tank? I have. And to be honest, I didn't feel great because I got very itchy and couldn't stop scratching myself. <laughs> <laughs> what was your experience better? Well, no, I, uh, yeah, it was amazing. The first, one, first time I did it, I didn't have like a neck pillow thing. Yep. So I was just like, oh my God, my neck hurts yeah. a lot. And I said, well, you should try it this way. And then I got into the flow of it. And I was just like, I was like drifting <laughs> it has to in be another universe. To work well. It has to be, yeah, it has yeah. to be perfect. But when, it is, when it is yeah. perfect, it's great. Yeah, you're just, you're just in a different, <laughs> but yeah, you just feel like it could have been seven hours, could have been yeah. two minutes, could have been in Jupiter, could have been. <laughs> I am. I'm being at the moment into where I, I mean, this is probably an extension of nature and just human body regulation, but big into long infrared soreness. Yeah, okay. Um, really sweating things out, yeah. um, which is great for sleep and thinking and sort of my unwinding time. Yeah. If I can squeeze that in after my, I was gone to bed before my bedtime, yep. I, I feel great. And also the other thing that's more recent is cold plunging, which, yeah. which oh. is just fantastic. Talking of that, so I like, I've really opened up to the universe in the yeah. last few years living in Mornington with yeah. Michelin. We moved in the middle of lockdown. Yep. We hadn't even seen the home. In, we saw pictures on the internet. We just needed to be down because our kids' mental health, even our yep. mental health is yep. struggling because we all know how yeah. sucky it was. Um, so we rented this house and it's got a sauna in it. Oh, wow, you lucked out, <laughs> and it's got an indoor pool, which oh is freezing God. in winter. So we've got we've got that. We've got we go to the sauna, we go into the freezing pool. That, you're doing the plunge. protocol. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. How good do you feel you after? Feel al- alive, alive, you know, and the how vitality you feeling. It's just amazing. So just like it's great. That's being studied heavily right now. Actually, yeah. the the health benefits of both um, cold and heat, and it's actually quite interesting because if you look at the history of all this stuff, um, when they didn't know what to do with mentally ill people, they used to just put them in a cold bath. Yeah. And uh, now they're starting to realise that although that's um, not the only uh, effective way to treat mental illness, um, it does make a huge difference. It's um, It really increases uh, catecholamines and um, okay. things like, uh, uh, I think it's dopamine and serotonin. Yep. Being uh, in the cold for a decent period of time, like quite cold, you come out, you just feel very alive and present. Oh, you, yeah. You come out and your skin's like red and yeah. stuff. And you just actually feel so warm. But like It's like yeah. this weird thing where the more you do it, the easier it is. Yeah. But you still have that mental blocker of like, oh, should I really? Doing yeah, this. every time, every time. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's definitely a good thing. And I've actually just on that, I found yeah. as well. Like I know, like uh, there's a lot of science and research coming out for a lot of things. Yeah, like you know, just uh, studies on how meditation works. Yeah, and like oh, it makes a great effect. Yeah, and then I'm, I've gone got to that stage where I'm like. I know. Yeah. Did I need the research? Like, yeah. I feel like as a society, That's a good point. We've still we've we're defaulting to science evidence has said based. this evidence based. Yep. But do, what is you? How do you feel about it? Yeah. Do you feel amazing when yep. you do a cold plant? Hell yeah. Oh, look, Alex. I think the n equals one theory of life is very important. Like, mm. what what do I feel about this? Yeah. Is this good for me or not? Um, that's how you've got to make decisions at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. Because you're not a sample of fifteen hundred five year old boys. You're just one person. Exactly. Um, you might read all the research and think it's for you, then do it. Go. Oh, that sucked. Like, what if you just did it? You there, might. Have there just, is. Uh, you know? There is something about like deciding that you want to do something or that you like it, and then the research supports that, yeah. and then you get to tell everyone the research yeah, exactly, supports that. Yeah, exactly, so. And then you might convince them through that research, yeah. which is good, but yeah, yeah it's, it's that whole <laughs> Or thing. yourself that it's a good yeah. use of time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so talk to me a bit about some of the major theming around creativity in terms of how you present it, work with it with um, groups and different people. Yep. I see you're in schools. Yep. I see you're in um, businesses and organisations. What are the different creativity challenges uh, that exist there? Well, I think it's... It's that whole thing that 
like we're talking about AI, chat GBT, and yeah. how many jobs are going to go. Yeah. If you think about your kids, you're like. Automation sort of challenge. So many things. That I, and people are amazed by it. They're like, oh, we'll just get chat GBT to do it. I'm like, that's cool. But then what's going to happen when that replaces 90% of those jobs? Yep. So my mission is with the Right Brain Workout with the team as well as the, who's that layer above who can do the human connection, who can do the hard stuff. Funnily enough, it's called the right brain workout, but we're also more about the heart and trusting yourself yeah. and intuition because that's where the magic is. So it's really trying to give people that confidence because I remember talking to – I'm talking about a friend. We should Maybe you can put in the show notes. Mm. Fr- friend of mine, um, Ella Ward. Mm-hmm. So I worked in advertising, working in advertising for 20 years. She was an account service person yep. in, in advertising. And she was – so she was not the creative one. She was account service. They had the creative department. So she was, you know, having fights with creative departments all the time <laughs> because she's not creative, quote, unquote. And then she she got diagnosed with, as she calls it, the least sexy of cancers. She got diagnosed with bum cancer. Yeah. Which is obviously horrible. And yep. so she thought she was not going to survive. So she started writing letters to her daughter to, to give to her daughter after she passed away. And she started documenting it, doing Instagram posts. And all of a sudden she's writing articles and then she's – a book publisher approaches her and says, we'd love to turn your letters into a book. Mm-hmm. And it's this amazing book called uh, 27 Letters to My Daughter by Ella oh, Ward. that's amazing. Which is a beautiful book and it's got all these life lessons in it. It's really, really beautiful. I was talking to her once about the same sort of a question, well, who's creative and not creative? Yep. And she's like, the only difference between a creative person and a not creative person is the creative person says all the crazy shit that's in their head. <laughs> <laughs> the non-creative person has the same thoughts but doesn't say them. So yeah. I think that's giving people confidence. That's what we're trying to do in the workshops is like I often ask people how creative out of 10 are you? And it's like most people are six or seven, four. And then we start talking about, you know, showing things. And by the end of the session, people are just like, oh, my God, I didn't realize I was that creative and how amazing it is, how easy it was. Mm. It's just some few things that you can do which aren't very difficult. Go for a walk in nature, answer a problem as a poem. But think, like just there's some really easy hacks so so to speak. And it's just also that confidence just to say stuff and just keep saying it and saying it and saying it and then you'll just get better and better and better. It's like anything going to the gym. You can't just go to the gym and pick up a 50K dumbbell and do some <laughs> curls. you yeah. got to work up to it, but you just keep going and just enjoy the process. And I think yeah. that's uh, that's the other part It's just enjoy. Yeah, yeah, and I think like there's something around the courage to do stuff yeah. like that. I mean, yeah. and, and I also think like the weirdest thing is like it's it's sort of like you have to do stuff that's creative and courageous before you can be more creative because you need the feedback. So you need that signal, this is okay and this is working well or this is leading to something. So like my journey has been a funny one, but like I remember when I started Humans of Purpose, like I didn't think I was creative at all. So that's why I actually thought I'll I'll start a business and a podcast and just try and see if I'm creative because, you know, I actually had this really bizarre conception of creativity because I couldn't fit in the boxes that the jobs I took wanted me to be in. Mm. And so I thought, oh, maybe I just am bad at life or maybe I'm not creative. Like maybe I'm too creative or I'm not at all. So I had to try and figure out where I sit on the spectrum. And only after doing a few quite risky things that Mm. required courage did I start to believe maybe this is okay. Mm. And so now I'm Totally unhinged. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so, but so when you're unhinged, yeah. you open the door even wider. <laughs> yeah. So now it's, uh, I suppose, like just about channeling it. But I have found that it adds a totally different dimension to everything, having mm. that in, in your life. Well, it's also like, you know, we're talking about how 2% of people are considered creative now. Yeah. Just talking about with businesses. So I do a, I do a thing in workshops, which is always fun. Like a few, end of last year, I did one with 100 people. So it's like, this is the perfect um, snapshot of a thing like who, who stand up if you're 
when you were five years old, you were creative every day, you made up songs, you were doing finger painting, you had imaginary friends. Everybody stands up. All right, stay standing if you still do that every day. Hey, babe, what you got there? This is a check from Carvana. I just sold my car to them. I went online and Carvana gave me an offer right away. Then they just picked up the car and gave me this. Well, it's a big check. Well, obviously you could put this towards your next car, or we could finally get that jacuzzi, or I could start taking tuba lessons, or I could quit my job and write my memoir. Or I can put it towards my next car with Carvana. Sorry, your check, not mine. Sell your car to Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get a real offer in seconds. Two, three, four people are still standing. And then I ask them, why are you still there? It's like, Usually the answer is, I've got young kids. Yeah. And, you know. People default to their people kids. People default to their kids. Yeah. But it also. Can be an excuse. Yeah, every, an excuse. And you also, you know, you've lost that creativity, but you've actually still got it in you. Having kids is a great excuse to oh, do a whole lot of things badly. It's yeah. like, oh, um, why are you really obese? Yeah. Um, I've got kids. Yeah. I mean, but you could also exercise. Yeah. No, no I've got kids. Yeah. But it's just sort of like this really weird excuse. Yeah. You know, you have to find times for the things that are important and that matter. Yeah. Like a lot of people, whether you have kids or eight jobs or mm-hmm. whatever, I mean, if something's important to you, you need to carve out the time for it. Well, you need in terms of health as well. Yeah, you've got absolutely. To be, you've got to do exercise. Yeah. So you said a good example it's for, for your, your kids. kids. It's for exactly. your kids. So you're there for longer yeah. and that they want to do it and they've, they're healthy and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, 100%. And that's the thing, like a healthy mind, healthy body. You've got yeah. to take care of yourself. Don't put crap in yourself and yep. be healthy and you feel better. Yeah. Everything works together. That's why we don't separate, oh, just work on your brain or just work on your body. You're going to work everything all the time. Yeah. The other thing I would say about like creativity in the workplace, and I'm not sure that you've discovered this through your sessions and whatnot, is um, people who do like a few different things often have, even if they're not that creative separately, like the combination of doing a basket of different things yep. adds to creativity yep. or just enables people to like slip into different um Ways of thinking. Yep. Like just say somebody has a CEO job, they've got a board job, and maybe they also have – they write a column or something. Or, yeah. Well, know, what's that thing they say? If you've got a job, don't give it to the busy person. Yeah, as yeah, well. yeah, and yeah, So yeah, when you yeah. – if you've got several roles as well, you might be doing one role and that's when you solve the thing in the completely different other role. Yeah. So by doing – changing your brain up and situations. Changing situations is good. All, it's always great. More different inputs into things. You yeah. You have more in, interesting outputs. And I think to be fair, I mean, I think – and I'd be curious to get your thoughts on the link between – curiosity and creativity as yep. well. Like I've always been curious. Yep. I wasn't sure whether I was creative, but actually like this podcast and doing it gives me both. Yep. So um, I mainly do the podcast because I need to s- – I need to um, sate my desire for uh, my, my curiosity, like mm. my need to just sort of have that indulged. But um, it also enables that creativity in the production of that curiosity indulgence session. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah. the more stuff you're interested in. No, totally. Okay, cool. You've got to be interested in lots of things yeah. because then you're learning every day as yeah. well. If you're doing the same thing every day, part of being human is learning. Like lots of other creatures, mm. like a, a koala from 3,000 years ago still sitting up in a gum tree. <laughs> 5,000 years ago, still doing example. the same thing. Humans aren't doing the same thing. They should be doing other things. They should be doing. We should start a program yeah, for koalas. Exactly. Branch they, out a little bit. They should That's be making moussaka. Branch, Branch out. out. <laughs> I love it. There you go. We've got a, we've got a new business idea. <laughs> yeah, you're, the, line, the tagline could be koalas have been doing the same thing for too long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's time that changed. We, we need change. Yeah. <laughs> love it. <laughs> love that. And so in business, I mean, like I do feel as though we there, there's more openness to yep. creativity now, but – you know, the, the other side of things that I think is quite scary is with the advent of AI and machine learning, chat GPT, you know, um, are we just creating – and, like, even 
the word automation mm. and ChatGPT actually makes me feel similar to COVID when yeah. it first started. Yeah. Like as as a person who kind of is big on humans first, yeah. um, these things terrify me. Yeah. So what are the kind of – do you have to make a strong case for talking to these organisations about creativity? Do they crave it and come to well, you? Well, I think they're they... often now – they're actually quite open to it. Yeah. I think they know they have to be because you look at all the companies that are doing well, they're all the super creative ones. Like mm. Blockbuster mm. were creative for a time and then they stopped being creative. Oh, I love Blockbuster. And they're gone. Yeah. If they made a comeback though, I reckon it would be epic. Yeah, yeah. But what are they going to do? Like they they, yeah. they they rest on their laurels. BlackBerry did the same thing. Yep. I remember watching an interview with the CEO of BlackBerry and Apple just bringing out their iPhone. It's like, oh, I think people like the keyboard. <laughs> they didn't innovate. They didn't keep trying different things. They, yeah. they, we're, they what would we like do, the koalas. We keep doing this is what we – exactly. They were the koalas they were koalas. Phones. Exactly, exactly. So yeah. I think that's the thing and I think there's often – like I make the case to businesses particularly – so you got two percent of your staff are probably at a genius level of creativity. What would happen if five percent of them were? Yeah. Or ten percent, twenty percent. Like how much innovation would you guys have? How much would your profits go up? How much more fulfilled would mm. your people be? How much better would the world be? Like all the problems that we have in the world, mm. like could we solve climate change if more people were yeah. open to sharing their ideas on sharing yeah. things and human connection? Like there's so much there's no downside to being more creative. I think our um, openness too. I mean, even uh, yeah. like. Well, that's what creativity, it's opening, yeah. it's openness, it's opening doors, it's sort of trying different things and sharing how you feel. And I think we're so busy protecting, like I was talking about, like you got school, often many schools, you're wearing a uniform. Yep. So conform, 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 conform. conform. Yeah. But we need to break free of that because how many people go to school or go to university and by year two of their graduate degree, they're like, actually, I hate doing this. I want to do this completely different thing, which yep. I actually want to do because now I've lived enough life on my own. I've figured out all the things I was doing. Maybe I was pleasing my teachers. I yep. was pleasing my parents. i got to please myself because if you can please yourself, then you can help more people because you're going to be happy and more fulfilled doing it. What are some of the things that you will say to businesses when you go and run these sessions and then I'll ask you the same thing for schools? I mean, what I'm sure they ask you, what can we do to improve our creativity? Yeah. Um, and what kind of stuff are you doing with them? Is it sort of just teaching workshops? Is it learning? And what kind of advice are you giving Yeah, them? I'm sort of giving like, you know, right brain tips, little yep. hacks, and then showing how I've used those sure. tips along the way. And honestly, most of them are unbelievably give, super give me obvious. One, give me your favourite well, example. My favourite is... is um, Go for a walk in nature. Yeah. Uh, I know we've talked about it. It's actually also my favourite, most used one. It's just the best. I mean, it's not just – because when you go in nature, put your phone away, first of all. Yep. Walk in nature. And then you go, look at the unbelievable creativity of a spider web. Yeah. And look at all these intricate patterns that's in their DNA. Yeah. It's amazing and it's beautiful. Look at a leaf. Yeah. Look at the clouds. What shapes can you think see about in the, the clouds? Think about the tree and think about how long the tree's been there for and oh. how it's survived and it's how it what breathes. It's seen, and, what's what it's yeah. seen, what it's been and gone. Yeah. Old trees are sort of like a bit of a new passion for me. Yeah. Really I'm, old trees. I mean, they're, it's amazing. Yep. And you, you sort of forget how amazing stuff is because you kind of like when you're at work, yeah. got this problem to solve, I better Google it, better yeah, stare at yeah, my yeah. screen, better look at my phone, better check my Instagram. Da, 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 and you sort of, your brain's going all over the place. Whereas you go into nature and all of a sudden you just align, you can align yourself, you can breathe in stuff, you can think about that sort of stuff and that's when you'll come up with a solution. Like you say, you come up with um, often answers yeah. in, in the shower. Yeah. Getting away out of your desk and letting people do that 
can be an amazing thing. Maybe we should have more showers in workplaces. Yeah, exactly. I think we should. Like I did a <laughs> workshop this morning and I always ask for people, what are your, what's your right brain tip? Yeah. So the whole team starts to share, this is how I get well, my What are the most interesting things you've heard? Well, like that shower thing. That the was shower thing. I, I, just go, I just go and we have a shower at work and I'm just always going having a shower. Uh, so they're, they're yeah. intentionally showering it's at work. Intentionally showering at work because they know genius. they'll come up with an idea because they, they've gone, removed themselves yeah. from their desk and their worries and they've just gone, they've got the feeling of the, the water on yep. the hair, the sound of it, it's all just relaxing, all that sort of stuff. Good shower tip, and I heard this on uh, another podcast. I can't claim credit, but um, leave a, a whiteboard marker in your shower. Oh, okay, so, so, you can, it, yeah, yeah. so if you have a like great idea, you can get idea, a, bit, a bit of beautiful mind. You can write. You have a bit of Russell Crowe in your yeah. shower, yeah, and then you can take a photo, and you've just got like this great. Yeah. Here's my shower. I had another mate of mine was saying like he goes goes for a drive in his car, and he'll just put on his um, voice recorder, and he'll just start talking to himself. And just Interesting. then just, oh, all of a sudden talking and then I've recorded my yep. entire conversation and they go, oh, that was a good idea. What was it again? Just go back seven yep. minutes. Oh, there it is. Uh, just things like that. And like I said, I think mostly what it is about is just giving people the confidence to think, to know that they're creative. Yeah. Because people just don't have that confidence. You're yeah, so scared. Don't. Like every time I, like one of the things I'll do is I'll get people to write a poem about how uh, exciting paying their electricity is. And everybody's always like, oh, this is terrible. This is terrible. Sorry. just But I'll, I'll read it out anyway. And then it's amazing and everyone's clapping and applauding so them. funny. And they're just at the end of it, they're like, oh, my God, like yep. I just spent five minutes doing this. Yep. The response, the, the, the initial thought was everyone's going to think this is terrible. Yep. And it's always like, oh, my God, that was amazing. You're mad. How did you come yeah. up with that? That's incredible. And, and, they, and everyone's answers. Yep. I've never had the same poem twice. I've asked hundreds of people. And like, how incredible is that? I, I really like how other people think about creativity. So, like the games they play. Like, I was speaking to someone um, at the park yesterday, and she was telling me just a random person was telling me that like um, her and her boyfriend play this game where the game is literally just saying the dog's name back and forth, and yep. the dog runs between them, and they just that, that's what they do for like <laughs> awesome. half an hour, and they have a great time. Yeah. And, you know, there's all dog kinds tennis. Of, yeah, dog tennis. That's what yeah. we called it. And like, we, we I have I make up all kinds of stupid games. So I've got this game, and my wife hates these games, but I've got this game where what I'll do is if we're ever walking somewhere with our dog or sometimes without our dog, if we see another dog and a person walking that dog, um, my job is to say, oh, that's a dog <laughs> to, to the person <laughs> to just see what they come up with. Yeah. And like, you know, it's quite funny because it's just a test of like how people react to silly, yeah. to silly things and yeah. like what the react, the average reaction is. Yeah. Like probably 50% of the time you get a, oh, yeah, mm, yeah. I'm just going to keep walking. 5% of the time, it's the best response yeah. ever. Like, I, yeah. I, I had it's tra- worth it going yeah, through the other it. one. Yeah, it's worth it. So I had um, a tra- two tradies. When I did that, they burst out laughing. Yeah, and great. I was like, that was great, mate. I'm like, I didn't do anything, but I'm glad you enjoyed that. Yeah, it's <laughs> so great. Just, so that's our game um, that we play. And then, like, guessing – another game that I really like is um, guessing people's names and yep. then just rolling with it. Yeah, and brilliant. just saying, um, like, thanks, Chrisa. It's great – like just tell or telling someone else that someone's name is something without actually knowing that, yeah. and then seeing whether that is their name. Yeah, I sometimes I, when people ask me my name, I sometimes just go I come up with a completely different name just because it's going to amuse me. Yeah, it's ridiculous, <laughs> it's so funny. And like I, yeah, I do that a bit as well with like takeaway and stuff. A lot of the time, people can't. I have this weird way of saying Mike that's very Aussie and like yeah. undefined and like not, yeah. not very um, not textured enough. So I often get Mark, and so yeah, now right. I just like go around calling myself Mark a lot of the time just because it's easier for other people. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, we, weird creativity, the things yeah. that we do. And well, no, that's fu- and it's fun. It's fun. And the other, uh, my other tip is like new words. So yeah. trying to, I've always loved vocabulary. So f- trying to find words that you think are really cool yeah. uh, and then trying to use them like words that people don't know about yeah. and just weaving them seamlessly into conversation and seeing. I always like it when, it. always like it when you see a sports person yeah. give an interview and that you can yeah. just tell they've been yeah, put yeah. up by their teammates yeah. to say this random yeah, word. And it's they, the best. It's, it's so the good. best. And like, just keeps people on their toes. It helps you learn because then the other person will often say, oh, what does that mean? Never heard that before. Mm. And you can have like a fun conversation about yeah. it. Yeah. But, but I think though what's good for businesses as well, like you can have all this fun, yeah. but it doesn't mean it's not serious. Yeah. Like yeah. you can be laughing. Like that's why one of the tips I do sometimes is for works really well with businesses, answer a problem as a poem. So you've got like a serious business problem. I want you to do a limerick about it. I want you to do a haiku about it. And just reframing it slightly, all of a sudden you might figure out how to figure out the logistics to transport something from Victoria to Delhi. I don't know, but you you just have some fun or you you do something where – no, like I've, I did a thing recently where I'm like, oh, let's invent a handshake for your team when something really awesome goes on at work. Yeah, that's great. And then all of a sudden they're all broken into teams and they're coming up with these random handshakes and they're so funny and we film them all and send them back and say like well, maybe one of these will catch on. But they've worked as a team. Everyone's had the ideas. Like That's the other thing about it is, you, again, democratising. We make mm-hmm. everyone feel the same. Like it's the CEO and the person's been working six months. We're yep. all on this together. Yeah. Why can't we all just figure out instead of going in the hierarchy and we're scared of saying the wrong thing and just be a, be yourself and let it out and magic can happen. I suppose some of it, we talk about openness and curiosity and um, some of the other courage and whatnot, but um, how much of it is also like psychological safety? So mm-hmm. having the right oh, environment to 100%. be, enabling an environment yep. to be creative. Well, that's why I do like in, in my workshops, one of the first things I do is everyone pull your phone out. Let's have the instant art show. So pull out your phone. What's your best What's your favourite photo? Oh, what a great game. And so that's just at the start. So everyone goes, again, here's this beautiful picture of my kid. I just said it's beautiful. And then here someone's gone. I had this, someone went to Las Vegas and found uh, um, like a backyard that had all the old uh, signs from Las Vegas in it. And they took that photo. And then another person had, I got got a packet of eggs and all of them had two yolks in the eggs. So that was my photo. (laughs) Like how amazing is that? And I was like, again, the same thing. I've never seen anyone with the same photo. Yeah. Ever. And that's like interesting. Even in this, even in this moment right now, wherever you're listening to it, you're having a different, different experience. Someone, some of you are driving, some of you are walking, some mm-hmm. of you got on your kids. And it's all different. And we're all experiencing the same thing in slightly different ways. And just yep. being part of that is, it's just so, it's so awesome and so actually inspiring to realize this, all this magic in there. And we can make business interesting. We can solve things. We can also do things in more fun ways. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I quite, one thing I recommend for people is changing environments. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Um, so getting off your screen. Yeah. I think, um, like on Fridays, um, it's called my focus day. Yep. And what it means is more so that I'm spending time not on, MS Teams or Outlook, yep. I'm mobile, yep. so I'm moving around and working. Yep. So I'll often work from many different locations on a Friday depending what the, the needs are of the family on that day. Yep. But it's a day when I can spend more time reflecting, thinking, doing the some of the more analytical work. Yep. But also I'm not at my usual desk Yes. and that's quite helpful. Yeah, yeah. different energy. Different energy. And I found, yeah. I found as well like some you know, companies I've done it with, they're like working in a serious business. Mm. 
but there's no reason you still can't enjoy it. So yeah. what some of them do now, have, they've told me afterwards, like when we're going into a big serious meeting, what we'll do is we'll get your, one of your books out and we'll read a question out and we'll spend the first five minutes all answering that question. So we'll, oh, that's we'll, a great idea. We'll, we'll get, we all get level. We all have some fun. We all have some energy flowing. And my analogy is like, um, you know, when you, you watch the news, it's 58 minutes of murder, depression, disease. Oh, yeah. So it's, it's a great horrific. way to ruin your mood. It's ho- And then there's a cute panda story at the end. Yeah. I'm like, we should put the cute panda story at the start. Yes. So then you can survive all that stuff. So yeah. that's why I was like, start with something fun and creative. So then when you're dealing with a serious business yep. issue, you've got different way of thinking. You've got a positive mindset at the start and then you can carry that through yeah. the day sort of thing. So I think that all those little things that's, like that. That's a good tip. It's really good. And for schools and kids and stuff, it's just like – the kids are going to be the ones solving all the big issues in the world. I know, right? That, we, that us humans have created. If they don't have iPads strapped to their head and living through yeah, VR goggles, exactly. that would be helpful when doing so. Exactly. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, you encourage that creativity. 98% of five-year-olds at that level. Yeah. What could be happening in 20 years' time? And it feels like creativity is, is almost a hot topic, a cool topic at the moment. Yeah, like, it is we cool know, again. We need, to, we need to be creative to, to be happy and yeah. to stay ahead of things. So we need more and more and more of it and there's – it's, it, you don't need special training to do it. You just need to really do it. You know, that's why I help businesses realize that and schools realize that, that there's this amazing creativity in us. And then I show, like, here's a tip from me and here's how I use it in, in my life. That's so good. You no, know, no, I think and, that, and, and I'm an idiot. I'm no, not an idiot. No, no, no but you, you know what I mean? You're like, living your current, you, you're living your best life now I'm, by far, I reckon. I don't, I, but I'm not like, like academically, I haven't yeah. got a degree, I haven't got all these cares. things. But that's it's, what I mean. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But I'm like, you people are super clever as well. Yep. Probably more clever, more academically smart. Imagine you applied some of these principles. Imagine ten xing yourself on oh, creativity. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it'd be amazing, and yeah. you'd, you'd have you'd be smiling so much. Yeah. Um, and that's what I find. Like at the end of every workshop, my face hurts so much because I've been smiling so much. And you can see everybody else is like, "Oh my god, that was so much fun!" Like yeah. I have people just. I remember once doing a workshop. And they were saying, oh, be careful of – we'll just call him Kevin for now. Yep. It's like Kevin – Is it actually Kevin? Well, I be don't honest. I can't remember if it was Kevin. But it, it was, probably was Kevin. <laughs> it probably was Kevin. It's a, it's a very straight, straight name, isn't it? But it's Kevin's a, like an accountant. He was the yeah, accountant. Sounds he, like an accountant. He's never going to – don't don't worry if you don't get much out of him because, you know, it's Kevin. It's, it's Kevin. It's Kevin. Standard Kevin. And then by the end of the session, he was doing like Eminem raps about oh, wow. stuff. And they were like, how did you do that? Yep. I was like – I just set the scene. Did you know I break dance on the weekend? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it's just, it's there. Yeah. But it's just, it's waiting to you get gotta, out. You've got to harness it. And I found an amazing video, which is of two, like, they're probably 85-year-old women. And they're, it looks like it's in Italy or something. And they're just dancing to the music. And they're just having the best time. They're just grooving. They've got, one of them's got a blue pantsuit on and she's having the best time ever. And they're just shaking their hips. And you can see there's a crowd behind and they're just sort of looking and some of them are sort of starting to dance and they're, they're filming them Yeah. and you can just see, oh, they'd love to join in but they're still <laughs> holding themselves back. And so I'm like, these are the two out of the hundred that are still living that yeah. life and they are having a ball. Yeah, but I reckon that's also a thing about the older you get, the more you lean into like yeah. um, you, you yeah, know I, what to I'm, do. I'm, I'm, I don't care anymore what yeah. people think of me. I just want to be myself. Yep. I just want to be in the moment. Mm. And, to, you know, being in the moment is, you know, it's beautiful. There's not many things that pull me into the moment as much as one doing this podcast. Yep. And yeah, maybe mainly just this. Yeah. No. <laughs> I thought I had other stuff, but maybe like going for an intense run or something. Well, no, no. It's funny you say that because I've always, you know, had a lot of um, trouble going to sleep and a lot of thoughts in my head, lots of ideas all the time. And I did this thing on the way home from a workshop because I've been working a lot on my mental health and mindfulness and all mm. that sort of stuff because it's cold plunges, all that stuff. Yeah, amazing. You got to do that. Got to do it all. And so I was on the way home. And I like sitting uh, on the window side to look at the clouds, but yeah. I, I 
unfortunately, was in the middle seat. Yep. So I did, and I thought, I'll be able to peek over this lady's shoulder and look at the clouds. But as soon as we got up, she put the thing down and started staring at her phone and watching Wednesday on her phone. I was like, oh, I love, I, wish, I almost wish I could you know, switch seats. But anyway, yeah. I'm stuck here. So what can I do? I thought, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a glass of water from the hostie and I'm just going to drink this glass of water and think about this glass of water oh, for wow. the whole flight. Yeah. It was like 45 minutes of time. And I just thought about it and I got the water. I sort of started thinking about it. So where's this water come from? So someone's cheese poured it for me. Before that, it was in a bottle. Before that, it was in a truck it being is, transported. Yeah. Before that, it was in a bottling factory. Before that, it was flowing down a mountain. Before that, it was in the clouds. <laughs> Where has it been before it was in the clouds? Yeah. It's probably been on the earth for millions of years. It's yeah. probably been going around and around in different forms. It's probably you went been, deep. I went super deep and yeah. then I was drinking it and then I had a sip and then I felt I was whooshing the water around my mouth, feeling the different you know textures of it and yeah. feeling it against my teeth, against my tongue, against my mouth, yeah. all those different things. And I thought, well, after I've had this drink, it's going to go through my body. What's it going to do in my body? So it's going to clear out toxins. It's going to, you know, feed my organs. It's going to oxygenate my blood. It's going to do all these things. Be part. Like this is amazing going through my intestine and then I'm going to go to the toilet. Where's it, where's it going to go then? And then I started th- and then I just thought about this for 30, 40 minutes, just having this glass of water. Yeah. And I was just like the ma- mysteries of the universe unraveling before my eyes yeah. just in a glass of water. Yeah, that's t- that's and you, so I'm you doing, went real deep on water. I'm real deep and I do this now I do I do every every week now is every week I have a glass of water and I have it for it takes me 30 minutes and I don't have my phone I just think about it and it's quite beautiful and I got so excited by it I decided to write a book. So I've written a book called How to Drink a Glass of Water. Oh, and it's is that step- what you sent me? That PDF? yeah, I sent, I sent you a I PDF. So that. I'm gonna, I'm just trying to, I'm just building it at the moment. I've yeah. written, I've written, I wrote it all. I was just like, this was an amazing experience to me. Sounds a bit like uh, Zen and uh, it is the very much so motorcycle. T- yeah, well, yeah, and Thich Nhat Hanh is is my yeah, he's amazing. You know, things like that. There's yeah. all this mindfulness. It's not a, again, it's Contem- not a, contemplation of water. I think is a very uh, important. It's, thing. It's not Zen. a new thing, but it's yep. very much. But it's a, it's a it's thing there. that we can rediscover. We can do this go, and then you can look at your hand and go, holy cow. My hand is amazing. Yeah. And you could contemplate that. You could contemplate that for an entire day, just yeah. looking at it, thinking about the evolution, how that came about. You could do that with literally anything. I like looking at Marlo's um, hands and feet because oh. he's tiny. Like yeah. he's not even on the charts for percentile, but he's got these like comically um, oversized hands and feet. Yeah. I just like staring at them and thinking, like, what's with you? Like, It's, it's amazing. <laughs> but you can find that magic yeah. everywhere and just you, all your worries disappear, yeah. your mortgage, your stresses, yeah, it's true. your money problems. Now, the mortgage never work. goes away. That's, yeah. that, that's permanently lodged in <laughs> the brain. But for 30 minutes. For 30 minutes. And then you can come back and then you might be able to see that your problems aren't as big as you thought they were and maybe you can solve that problem. Maybe you can get that business solution maybe you can get that school assignment done maybe it's not don't you can take the pressure off yourself yeah because that's... i'm here from i'm like i was I, one of the things i noticed was like uh, the water was poured and there was a bubble in the top of it and it disappeared and i started thinking about it's it like well that's like our human life you're here for a bit you grow and then you're gone oh my like, god i think i think we all need to get a copy of this water book <laughs> this is I, I i wasn't interested at the beginning i've got to admit but you yep. going this deep on water has made me interested well that's what's interesting because everyone goes you know how to drink a glass of water i can probably yep. do that oh like some people are better than others i mean yep. like my wife would probably miss yep. um she's a bit clumsy but you know it happens it happens <laughs> <laughs> reminds me of that scene in uh, uh flying high 
where he's like got a drink of water and he just throws it over his shoulder because he's got a drinking problem. <laughs> That's great. Mate, um, I want to do our new segment, but let's we'll, we'll do a quick wrap-up and then hang on and we'll do the, the yeah, sure. new segment if that's all right. So how can people connect with you and learn a little bit more about your work because it's been a great combo? Yeah, great. Uh, well, you can just go rightbrainworkout.com. Yep. Yep. So there's all the links are on there. Or you can just, you know, if you're a business person, go into LinkedIn and look for Alex Wadelton, uh, W-A-D-E-L-T-O-N, and I'm just there. Just hit like or just send me an email, alex at rightbrainworkout.com, and I just love talking to people who are – interested in this sort of stuff. I remember I went on a retreat recently with, um, you know, Trevor Hendy, the, the Iron Man. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, I used to love that dude. He's an Nutri-grain am- sponsored. He's an yeah. amazing dude now. Like he's gone through so much stuff to get where he is. Yeah. And so he, he mates with Lisa Curry, can you? Yeah, probably. I didn't talk about <laughs> her. Uh, but we're talking about, um, he said, how do you, people ask him, because he's very spiritual now. Yep. He's on a long, kind of like a life coach, but probably deeper than that. Yeah. And he, someone said, how do you know? If someone's interested in what you're saying, like, hey, do you have metrics for that? And he's like, I'll tell you how I measure it. If they're standing in front of me smiling, they're ready for what I'm saying. If they're not standing in front of me, they're not ready for me. <laughs> like, how good is that? That's like, you don't good. need signs. It's just like the, if the universe said that I'm ready, for, I'm open for it, I'm, so, I'm open for it. So I'm always open to people who are interested in creativity. I don't want to have to convince people that creativity is good. No. Hopefully you've understood that it's good and you're interested and if you are, Let's have a chat and we can do some fun stuff together and we can really do some cool stuff. I want to lean into your creativity yep. right now with our new segment, which I've called Meditations, which is yep. sort of um, – it's a bit stoic. It's a bit sort of based on Marcus Aurelius's famous yep. um, diary where he'd um, – Never meant to be released to the public, but it's uh, probably the predominant tome in Stoic philosophy yep. where he would record his own thoughts and feelings about his life. It was he had a dictaphone back then. <laughs> he had a fantastic dictaphone, great <laughs> PA, Dragon Dictate. Um, <laughs> voice, 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 voice the message. <laughs> but, yeah, meditation is just a chance to touch on a few key topics and really just to um, ask you some deep questions, go a little bit deeper. Yep. So you mind if I kick off? Go for it. All right, and take as much or as little time as you need. But um, the first one's around wisdom. Mm-hmm. So just wonder whether you can talk to me a bit about the hmm, – how do I frame this? What piece of wisdom that you've received has had the biggest impact on your life or career journey? Um, don't take advice from people. What is it? Don't take advice from – I've just gone blank. It's okay. Take your time. Uh, yeah. My best piece of advice I reckon is don't taste – my best piece of advice I think is don't take advice from people you don't respect. Oh, good. So, I mean, how many times have you been in a job and you're like, my boss is telling me something, but I don't respect them, but you still listen to it because they're your boss? Sometimes you need to go, you know what? You're wrong. And I think that can take people a long way. That's a great bit of advice. Yeah, because it's just like, again, part of it is pick who are the people you believe in. Trust yourself and find the right people, find your tribe. Otherwise, back yourself. Exactly. And life, there's amazing, there's so many amazing people. Don't just be stuck with the people that are there. That's what I actually found through, through COVID and stuff is that I found like I, was, you know, having conversations with people who were in the same industry as me, but did they have the same values as me? Yeah. I'm not sure. So it's just trying to find those people with the same values and yeah. a bit of expertise. And obviously all, always as well, when I, whenever I do a project, I get people a lot cleverer than me to help me. Yeah, that's really <laughs> that, good that just not. You know, you don't be the smartest person in the world in the, in the room because if you are, you're actually the dumbest because yeah. you're not growing. I think it's also sometimes for me about like um, putting a weight on different people's opinions. Mm. So depending mm-hmm. on how much you respect them or their yep. level of expertise, like not all opinions are equal. Yep. So being sort of careful about, you know, how much you lean into each one. Yeah, totally. And yeah, yeah just, you know, learning to listen and shut up sometimes yes. is good. Very is, good. Is, is very good. And just sit, a second piece of advice. Sit, sit with things. Like don't overthink things sometimes. Just let it sit. 
don't keep going and going. You just have a break, get away That's from it. That's a big one. And for me, know? yeah, I'm not rushing to find yeah. a solution. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Just let it sit there and you'll, you'll have the solution when you least expect it often. In the shower. Yep, exactly. <laughs> health. So can you consider or just reflect on like what regular health or wellbeing practices made the biggest difference to your quality of life in recent times? The whole mindfulness thing, like that glass of water thing, was a profound thing, just breathing. Um, I've started listening to a lot of – I used to when I used to do work, I'd listen to like uh, dance music because of the energy. And yep. the last little bit, I've just started listening to handpan music. So it's Ooh, very relaxing, nice. like a bit of Balinese or something. And it's just like that frequencies are good. Like uh, I remember doing interesting – just going to some like sound healings and just the thought – Again, it comes back to water. So you think – I hadn't thought about it before, like the sound frequencies, like when you hear a, a sound, like when you know you look at water and sound goes through it, it makes different ripples and stuff. Yeah. And if we're mostly water, the sound that you're hearing is going to have an effect on your body. So if you're listening to hectic, stressful music, you're going to be hectic and stressful yourself. Oh, yeah. You know? Absolutely. And there's even – I think they've even done a thing where they did um, they did a thing where they had two plants and they had one with classical music – and they had one with heavy metal music. The one with heavy metal music is as a dying plant, and the one with classical music is flourishing. So even yeah. just what you consume—that's what I can. I gotta talk about Tick Now Hun again. Just love that consuming things. Like you think about consuming just eating and drinking, but it's consuming what's the TV shows you're watching? Are you watching serial killer documentaries all the time? That's going to have an effect on you. Yep. Are you listening to music that's really intense? Are you having arguments with people? Like all that stuff. Like obviously, no one's perfect, and we all have slip up and stuff. But just trying to find a way to bring yourself back into the now. I mean, you know, it's all very obvious stuff again. But just trying to do that is—it's so good for your mental health. So your brain's not worrying and I mean directions even like when I've, I've started this thing where I'm when I'm going to sleep I've started thinking about this is the most natural thing in the world I've always struggled to sleep but I'm a really good sleeper now because it's like I'm laying down like Julius Caesar used to sleep Leonardo da Vinci used to, some kid in a slum in India they lay down to sleep they're all we're all in our heads and have these thoughts but we're all just doing what naturally what every animal they have a sleep as well yep. and so why should this be so difficult like this it's is like just the book, is, um say like the kids book everybody poops yeah, right. sleep. exactly yeah. it's, it's, it's just we all do this thing so take the pressure off this isn't anything special to you we're all doing the same thing all these billions of creatures have like done this it. thing and so that just makes it again again makes your problems feel small you're like ah oh, it's all right and then all of a sudden you're off in naughty land i like it Next cap off the rank is routine. So what do you consider to be essential elements of starting and ending your day the right way? I need to do exercise. I have to do, if I don't have exercise, I go a little bit nutty. At the start or at the end? Uh, I just have to do it. I do it. I tend to doesn't do it. Matter. doesn't matter. I, yeah. I like to start the day. I take the dog for a walk or a run. I'm doing a lot of running lately. Um, cold showers are always good. Sauna at the end of the day Love it. is good. So there's so many things and staying off the sugar is always good. That's that's an important routine. Yeah. I know when I have sugar, I go as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, just making sure that there's also time for yourself. Like uh, you, you need to have time, for, even if it's reframing time for yourself as you're playing with your kids and you're stressed out. You know, you say, well, I just need to be here with my kids. This is my time as well. It's not my time's taken away yeah. by the kids. My yep. time's taken. I'm. Um, this is my time now. Is to no, I love so it. any time can be your time. I love it. Experimentation. Yep. So what are you doing differently this year as opposed to last year, and why have you made that choice? Um, so differently, I've definitely. Well, I'm always working on it. So everything I do is different from what it's done because there's always an issue that I'm trying to work on. So I guess I'm doing much more ice 
stuff. We've actually got an ice bath at home as well. Um, Who so, made your ice bath? Uh, no, we just got I just Oh, you made one, one? Bought one on the oh, internet fantastic. for like a NeuroCover or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, I got the NeuroCover one as well. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. And you just do that. We do a 15% discount on them uh, oh, through the great. podcast. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. No, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. And we do it as that's a family so as well. Like we get our, our kids come do it oh, with us great. and stuff and they just feel alive. Yep. Um, so making time for that. So actually on the way home, maybe I'm going to buy a bunch of bags of ice on the way home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah. And that just, I mean, just, and breath work, meditations. I've been doing a thing with, you know, actually a new thing that I've been doing is doing a walking meditation. So often I used, in the past, you go for a walk, have listen the headphones in, listen to a podcast, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, or even in driving the car, so that can be a meditation. So you can go, all right, every four steps, I'm breathing in. Every four steps, I'm breathing out. Every, um, you know, four eyelets on the road, you know, when you're driving on home, there's those little things in the middle of four yeah. lines. And I'm like, well, that's my breathing in technique. Yep. I'm breathing out and I'm just looking around. I'm just trying to be in the moment. It's going, when I'm driving my car, what am I doing? I'm driving my car. When I'm going for a walk, what am I doing? I'm going for a walk. I'm not going for a walk and looking at emails and doing this, like just trying to find that time. So it's sometimes hard because you think, oh, I've got to look at that thing. It's like, do I really need to look at that thing? Yep. Maybe I can just be and I'll get to that thing. And, and try and cut out the noise. Cut out the noise. Yeah. And just be in the moment and then ideas start flowing and you go, all right, I'll try to remember it. And I used to do a thing where I'd always write down all my ideas all the time. And then I came to the conclusion that I wrote them all down. But then maybe the better way to measure it was if I remembered it the next day, then it must have been good. Yeah, write that. I, I'm actually you know I mean? more in that camp. Yeah. I, I don't write much down yeah. uh, unless I think I'm really going to forget it and it's brilliant. Yeah. But uh, and usually the ones that if I think it's are brilliant, brilliant are not that good. Exactly. It'll stay. If it's brilliant, yeah, it will stay yeah. with you. So I think that's, 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 a good, that's a good one. That's a very good one. Um, one thing I'll just add on to that that I quite like and leaned into recently is just contemplating and enjoying quiet. Mm. I have to spend a lot of my day talking yeah. and being spoken to as part of my job um, and my passions as well. And I think um, I lost a bit of appreciation for silence yes, um, and quiet. So one of my favourite things is the first thing in the morning mm. when I get up to start to, you know, prepare things for Marlon, the coffee and whatever, mm. and make a coffee for the, my wife and I and uh, make his milk and um, everything's dead quiet. Yep. And I used to go in with earphones and like just yep. like listen to stuff. Now I'm just like, enjoy this quiet. Yeah. Just, yep. just you know, think about it. Yeah, Let it totally. And well, that's the same thing in the car. Like, yeah. You can just sort of like yeah. driving along and just go to your yeah. own little world. Yeah. Um, and I've also found, I think that's great, but I've also found don't basically don't drink alcohol. Anymore. I don't either. Yeah, that's feel, amazing. Just feel how yeah. funny we're yeah. doing a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. Really I mean, it, it's a really great thing. I mean, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, like a lot yeah, of this yeah. stuff is it's just out there everywhere. It's just I've got off it completely. It. Yeah, completely. Yeah. I just like doesn't make lost like interest. How, like, like how it makes me I'm, feel. Maybe I'm boring. I don't know. Nah, I think you're interesting. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, aspiration. So, what do you think is one thing that we could do differently as a society, um, better than what we've done before? Be accepting of people. And that's why I made this, you know, help make the Nikki Wimar statue. Yep. Like there's still so much stuff where you're not allowed to be who you want to be. And also I think people, because it's almost swung so far in other directions, people are trying to be who they think people want them to be mm. and maybe going down routes that they're still trying to find external motivation yep. for why they're who they are. But you need to be yourself. There's only you. There's 8 billion people. There's The only person who is you is you. Yep. And you need to be true to that. Because you can't be anybody else. Don't ever try to pretend to be someone else. I think that's where a lot of issues get in people. People just think, if I do this, people like me more. That's all right. Then that, you, they shouldn't be your friends mm. if you need to do that stuff. Spot so on. You need to be yourself. You need to be working a place. 
if you're working in a place, you're not doing your own thing. You're going to be working in a place where they accept you for who you are. Yeah. And if you're not, don't work there. Or Go they have else. to accept you for what you create through ChatGPT. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you are Alex Waddleton. You are a Right Brain Workout. You're a tremendous creative and I'm thankful and grateful for you joining me today. So thank you so much for, oh, for your I time. I had a great time. Thank yeah. you very much for having me again. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit the subscribe button in your podcast player and why not share it with a friend or two? If you want more from your Humans of Purpose experience, become a Humans of Purpose member today through our new platform, Supercast. All you need to do is hit the link in our show notes. If you have a message to share with our audience about your brand, products or services, we have a wide variety of paid promotional packages available. Please get in touch by hitting the link in our show notes.